0: Welcome to the Green Dragon Podcast, your weekly and sometimes even more than that podcast about the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit strategy battle game by Games Workshop. I'm Jeremy, and with me is Kylie. Hello, everyone. And we're doing another post Silmarillion interview. So this one is going to be all about Kylie's experience at the Silmarilli tournament, which has gone by, we're recording on the Wednesday afterwards, so it was what, three days ago?
1: Mm, Yes, that would make it three days ago.
0: Seems like an eternity ago.
1: (laughs) Well, I've done nothing for the past two days, so it's definitely feeling like an eternity ago.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. So... First experiences of the really, Kylie. Maybe some preparation or straight into the tournament. Go for it.
1: Um, I'm just going to sort of really, really gloss over my preparation. My preparation for Sil was pretty much paint my army and do the normal thing of rocking up to the tournament and having your first game with your army in the first round. So I've played my list four times, which were my four games at Sil. <laughs>
0: okay. So you put in the standard tournament preparation in there, the... To paint the models, get them done in the last week, and the first time you play them is at the tournament, which I think is part of the fun of the tournaments, to be honest. I quite look forward to that first game with the new army. Yeah, it went all
1: right. It's not the first time I've
0: done it. But, um,
1: yeah, it was interesting to learn on the fly and sort of bring back some old memories there about, yeah. So okay. it was kind of fun.
0: So first up, we need to know what's in your list and why. Go for it.
1: Alright, so I went with a Thranduil's Halls list. I wanted to go something really new, really fun. So, to start off with, I took Thranduil with bow and armour as my army leader. Then I went, you know what, I need a good solid core with him. So I took six palace guard with spear and shield, and one palace guard with banner and shield in his warband. For my next warband, I went... You know what? I need some. I need some real hitting power here, like something that can really just lay into it. So I took um, Legolas with Aucarist, so the the o, the OP one, the one with three attacks. Yep, yep. Took him. Took another three palace Guard with shield and four Merquid rangers. And then lastly, I said I need some shooting, so I picked up Tariel and seven Mirkwood rangers.
0: So this is becoming a reasonably uh, similar build to what a lot of people do with their Tharanduil's halls list. There's Tharanduil, Legolas, Tariel. Legolas in some form. You've got some options now, and then core of Mirkwood Rangers and the Palace Guard. Uh, it's definitely the Desolation of Smaug release, and and it works pretty well, doesn't it? It worked extremely well, and I'll get into that in when I go into my games.
1: Um, but yeah, I've I've sort of I played with them a couple of times with scenarios and stuff. And I've also seen yourself play them as well. So I've sort of picked up a few things and what I need to watch out for, but they really, really impressed me. I was thoroughly impressed by their performances.
0: Yeah, they definitely do the job. And you've taken all the equipment you really need. You've taken the banner with the palace guard, and that's an absolute necessity, unless you're going to go almost a pure Mirkwood Ranger army, which is avoidance, avoidance, avoidance. And I really love the core of Tharindwil and the, the half-dozen palace guard. I think they... Are surprisingly good and they, they're so versatile and you don't realize until you actually play them the amount of things they can do.
1: Yeah, I was super surprised at their ability to just be just tanks. They're really, really solid troops and I have 10 palace guard in the army and 11 Mercury rangers. So it's a bit of a 50-50 mix, but the palace guard, they never disappointed me in any game. They always did their job. They were sent out to do.
0: Now the Palace Guard box comes with 10 of them So you've, you only <laughs> got one box of Palace Guard, didn't you?
1: Yeah. yeah, well I got one box of Palace Guard, one box of Mercs And then um, sneakily picked up an
0: extra Mercwood Ranger from a friend Well that's nice But uh, So what did you do about the extra shields that you needed for your army? Um, I kindly asked um,
1: yourself, Jeremy, to mould me up some shields Which you kindly did for me, which was very nice of you, thank you for that so I picked up the extra four shields of Jeremy, and yeah, that's how I got all Ted's shields.
0: Yeah, I had to put that in because we have been asked the question because it is popular to to mm. make them all defense six. We might discuss pros and cons after that and maybe yeah. maybe how we do it, but it's definitely a, a solid option. But this box set only comes with, what, six shields, I think it is in total?
1: Yeah, six shields in total. So yeah. um, so
0: if you're going to go and give them all shields, you need to get another four somehow. Mm-hmm. So, mold and the green stuff does the job and it picks up the detail pretty well. The plastic mm. detail press molds really nicely. Yeah, especially if you um take the
1: time to be a bit extra care with the painting and just pick out the extra details from the real shields on the f- fake shields, I guess. And yeah, sort of almost reinvent the detail a little bit or enhance it.
0: Yeah, I think so. There's just some of the little fine details that can get go missing and you can either press mold quite a few and choose the best ones or... Just a combination, just fixing up with a paint job. And it works pretty well because the shields would get worn in battle as well. And mm. Yeah, they're really nice. And um, I get, didn't quite
1: get them quite finished. There was an extra highlight I wanted to do on the cloaks. But, um, yeah, they're currently sitting at Cheltenham now in the front window uh, in all their glory for onlookers to have a look. So if you ever want to have a look, head down to Games
0: Workshop Cheltenham. Oh, that's great. So we started, I picked you up, what was it, really dead early in the morning? Seven o'clock? Mm. Quarter past seven?
1: Something like that? Yeah, seven o'clock. I was up at... 5:30.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was an early start. And so we drove down to the tournament. At the start, what were the expectations? Were we expecting to walk away with the win, survive or whatever? No,
1: I I was very much coming into the tournament just uh to, just to have a go and to sort of yeah, just let things play out. It's not my first tournament, but I just yeah, wanted to take things easy this tournament, just have some fun and just soak in the atmosphere and yeah, I did that and it was a really, really pleasant tournament now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, enjoyed myself at a tournament for, like that for a while.
0: And it's the first time you've run the, an army from the Hobbit, uh, the books, isn't it, for a tournament?
1: Yeah, pure Hobbit. Yeah, it's the first time I did I ran Bard last year, which went really, really well for me because I managed to win SIL last mm-hmm. year. But yeah, um, I ran pure Hobbit army and... I'll get into it now. I think it's time to get into it because they surprised me. Let's get into, s- it? Let's get into it. Okay.
0: Dun, 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 round one. Go. Okay,
1: so round one I played against Thomas Bowman. He was running a Kiriathungal army, so he had Shelob, Shagrat, Gorebag, and a Taskmaster. So he had Mordor, Urukai, he had um generic orcs and he had spiders, giant spiders as well. How many models did he have? Uh mid thirties I think it was. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. He had okay. a banner in there as well. But um
0: so fully kitted out, uh, Sort of medium numbers. Yeah,
1: his heroes, aside from Shelob, because Shelob is dirt cheap for what she does, her heroes are really low tier. I mean, just a basic Shagra. It wasn't war leader, Basic gore bag and a Taskmaster. He's only sinking about 2, 250 points into heroes. So it wasn't a lot into heroes. So he could actually bring in some, you know, giant spiders and some autoerokai and get some decent numbers onto the board.
0: Sounds like a really solid army. It
1: was. I looked at it and went, oh, this could be a bit a bit shaky, and then I started to formulate a plan in my head, I got the table side I wanted, and I set up um, how I wanted to. I wanted to really take the battle towards the river, because I have a few tricks with Thranduil, Nature's Wrath in Water, if they they have to take swim checks when they move and stuff, bottleneck them on bridges, there was lots of terrain on that side of the board, so I was really favouring my right flank only problem was Thomas probably did a little bit of a, a misplay with his warben drops he probably went a little bit too thin he wanted to cover up most of the as much of the board as he can so that he could see where I was coming he was scared really really scared with um, she love so she was a turn back from the rest of the army uh, so she wasn't getting to the the combats anytime soon and he, as he came at me he just had to sp- so much time moving and i got heaps of kills down with shooting i think i got about 15 kills through shooting
0: through oh, the entire course number. of the
1: game before combat started i had 10 kills and they're all in one spot yeah. all on his central warband it meant that when he did come forward at that one point when he did he was out of position and i probably should have went with my game plan which was coming around and trapping shagrat and going for his banner and the, the victory points but I decided to exploit his mistake of coming too far forward and overextending with one group of his army. Legolas, Thranduil, Tariel all jumped in onto that one block where I combated and just decimated the orcs in the center. And pretty much collapsed his army. I broke him not long after that. I didn't take many casualties from it. And yeah, I exploited that weakness.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's... It's a tough one I, I think uh, Thomas asked us What he could do To do better So we might Cover that a bit now So I'm just going to Put myself in Thomas's shoes And just say how I would have played That one Because I think He's got a solid force mm-hmm. Um I would have probably boxed all my warbands together within six inches of one generic hero near the Taskmaster. So, near Shagrat or... What was the other one? The... Uh... Um, Gorbag. Gorebag, Probably Gorebag. I would have called marches with Gorbag yeah, as soon as possible. And then hope the Taskmaster replenishes them. If not, who cares? Gorebag's doing his job. And throwing them forward, including Shelob. Because I actually don't mind you taking potshots at Shelob. Because they're relatively low value. And you've got a massive threat. Like, Shelob is so scary that you have to commit probably Atarial and Legolas together to reliably kill it. Maybe Therunduil. Which is,
1: yeah, actually how I killed her. Unfortunately, yeah. I lost Legolas in the process to some very unlucky rolls. But yes, I had to commit Atarial and Legolas to kill Shelob. Uh, but the one thing about Shelob is she's defense seven with six moons. She can tank reliably well. And the thing was, he didn't get in my face quick enough. If I was to give you advice, Thomas, I would have said this. Call the march early with um, the Taskmaster or a Goreback. Push Seal in my face. Force me on the back foot as soon as you can. And use the fact that you have giant spiders, because he had eight giant spiders in his army. Use them to get around me. Get into my back, get into my flanks, because giant spiders will eat merkwood Rangers alive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and they can fight them one on one, because ideally you want to fight the merkwood Rangers one on one. And spiders are the perfect one to do that, because you've got two attack base. You've got. If you win a combat, you're going to get the kill. It's almost almost impossible mm. to miss it with the, the re-rolls for the poison. I think it's what, only on a roll of two you fail? Double twos are your worst roll, and that's a 1 in 36 chance. Yeah, it's not a good chance of that. So, <laughs> by all means, go for the... Well, it's not quite, because the ones mm. on the second roll doesn't quite work either, but yeah. yeah it, it
1: would have been an extremely different game if Shelob had gotten into my face sooner, because she was basically delayed two turns. She was a turn back from moves just from where she deployed on the back, he was afraid of her game shot, so she started behind a terrain feature. So she had to spend two turns to get forward, and then by that time, I had already mopped up all the ox, so I was taking her on with Tyrell Legolas and a handful of palace guard. So yeah, if, if I was to play that again, I think get in my face as soon as possible and try and force me to use my nature's wrath early mm. and try and force me to put my heroes to in unfavorable positions to try and balance it up
0: yeah, I think this was the, what's the scenario called where you have to kill the banner of the hero on the break test? To the death. That to was, the death. Yeah, so it was, that was to the death. With, to the death, your primary goal is just to get the win. You want to get the win first of all. Bonuses are nice. I know there were some bonuses mm. in there. I think Thomas may have been worried about giving up the bonus for the highest point hero, which would have been Shelob. Yeah. And I think at this point in time, you just have to say, right, I'll give up that bonus. I'm going to throw Shelob forward with as much support as you can. Maybe some spiders, maybe mm. some orcs. And really, just just really put you on the back foot because your shooting can do fifteen kills before combat, and if you do that, fifteen you know, kills throughout the course of the game. But it was only about yeah.
1: ten kills before combat because I picked up a few towards the but end. But with
0: thirty whatever is mid thirty models in an orc army, you can't be you can't be taking on Merkwood rangers with less models than they've got. It just doesn't work. So you've got yeah. to get more in, which means you've got to mitigate the shooting by getting in as soon as possible. If you've spent all your might on marches you've done something because once you're in combat, you're safe from the shooting.
1: Mm. One other thing um I will give credit to Thomas was and sort of was a bit of a, a misplay by myself. Once he started to realise he was in a losing position, Gorbag was out of position, the Taskmaster's war bandage must be destroyed, destroyed, Sheila was fighting by herself and stuff. He decided to retreat with Shagrat so I couldn't get the leader kills. That was well played by his part. um A little bit foolish by me, but he did well to pull back and conserve points, which did cost me the crushing win, which was sort of my bad from the start. I was planning to encircling and trapping Shaggard on the bridge, bridge, but because I decided to instead exploit his mistake, I didn't have the ability to mop up and get the banner kill and the leader kill. I had a good shot, though, but um, unfortunately... Randall couldn't get the wind on the banner.
0: <laughs> and that's a really solid tactic. Sometimes you are in a losing position in the tournament and just conserving every point you can, gaining everyone you can, even if it's the points for a minor loss or a major loss mm-hmm. instead of a crushing loss, go for it because those points can help you at the end. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Yeah, you'll find in um in all my games
1: today, that's what my opponents did, was once they got into that point where I can't win, they went and conserved points like it was going out of fashion.
0: Well, that's really good to hear because... Because sometimes I've played games where people get into a losing position and just throw the game and just say, I will mm-hmm. give up, I'll give you every point there is and you almost owe it to everyone else at the tournament to try and get as many points as you can because there's nothing worse than just giving someone the thirty nil without much mm-hmm. effort. You've got to you've got to really make yeah. them earn it.
1: Yeah, it's all four of my opponents. The reason why I didn't place higher than I did was because they deny me crushing victories.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it's
1: round two. Round two, I drew uh Sunau um, he was running a very, uh, I'm not going to say internet list, but it very much seemed like an internet list. It was Blackguard, um, backed up by Miranda and Orcs with Shield and Spear with a handful of, um, Orc archers in there as well. I think they might've been trackers actually. The Dark Marshal and two Castellans. And he had, um, I think Shagra and Gorbag as well for some very cheap might to get the extra warbands onto
0: the table. So a very hard hitting combat army, pretty high defense across the board. It seems seems reasonably nasty. What kind of model count are we looking at this time? Around the same mid thirties. Okay, so even for an orc army, that's maybe on a little bit on the low side. But you've got some really hard hitters mm. in that force. Actually, I think it was high. I think it was high thirties. I think it was uh, oh, 39, 39 okay, so or
1: forty. It was a very very large Yeah, once army. you hit
0: the thirty nine forty, I think you you're about there for orcs. So yeah. it sounds like a pretty well designed list. It's you're right. The internet encourages this one and I can see why because it's quite resilient it's hard mm. to get any points out of and it's got some really nice tricks with the wraith and the the huge mm. characters
1: now it was domination was the game um, first objective went in the middle which was basically right next to a wood pretty much in the wood it was half in the wood half not in the wood then we deployed the rest of our objectives and I still can't work out why but um, so I decided to put both um, his objectives in forests so all five objectives ended up being in Forest because me playing Wood Elves, obviously I'm going to put my objectives in the Forests. And it really, really questioned. I really went, why is he putting objectives in Forests? There is all advantages a point to the Elves for the objectives being in Forests. I thought maybe because if you had a model next to the objective, they get in the ways from the Forests. But I don't know. It ended up being more of a boon for me than a
0: negative for... S- Yeah, that's an interesting. The objective placements is one that takes a lot of thought. And because you don't know which side you're going to get... Like, sometimes people just go straight for a mirror image, but sometimes you just have to say, right, my force needs the objectives close together, they need them in the open, and they need them where I can get lots of combat. So, put it in the open. For that army, I would have found the biggest open space I could and plonked it right down there, because that's... If the elves want to take it, they have to go through the open, and you can smack them over the head with your orcs. Yeah, I was expecting them to go into the open,
1: but they didn't. They were... All five objectives went into the forest. So I did my standard warband deployment rolls and rolled all ones, twos and threes. So I was in the forward 12, which was not good. I'm looking at an all-mass combat army going, oh no, this is going to be really, really rough.
0: I remember playing the Mirkwood That was the the bane of your existence, the, the all ones for it. Because normally if you get half your guys there, you can just pull back for a turn and let the other support shoot you or, or get into yeah. place. But when you have your whole army up front, it makes it very easy for the enemy to take advantage yep. of that and engage you early on.
1: Yeah, so there's basically a 10-inch gap. Now, I managed to put most of my army in the um, in the one forest that I had sort of on my side of the table. And I went, all right, I'm going to do the 3-inch walk back, try and buy a second turn of shooting, maybe even a third if I'm really creative, and try and get some early kills down. I was looking at his army pretty much defense 6 across the board, so it's going to be hard. And Blackguard... I like the spiders. They're going to just tear my Mirkwood Elves apart if they get into combat.
0: They're sort of a double-edged sword against the Merkwood Elves because they can faint for the extra... because they got the swords on them. Mm-hmm. They've got defense six, which is the nightmare for the Elves to get through. Elves yep. don't like defense six. And with the strength five, they they're wounding on threes, fainting... So they, if they win a combat, they're killing straight and out. And a dark marshal on the table, so they're getting rerolls. They're getting for rerolls. Yeah, that, that's really nasty. So
1: my plan going into the game, I'm looking at his army, going, all right. There's two things that are going to destroy me in this game: dark marshal putting crowd control down on Legolas and the blackguard tearing me apart. So I'm like, all right, priority one, kill the dark marshal. Priority two, get rid of as many black blackguard as possible. So first round of shooting, my entire army took three stepped three inches back. Every single shot in my army that wasn't one of the heroes went at Blackguard, killed three of them, turn one.
0: Now that's a really good result. Three kills with whatever it is, 15, uh, 11 15, Yeah, arches. Arches. Oh, That's a very solid result. I had mm. a few
1: standing still too because yeah. they were inside the forest. I'm like, these are going to be my decoy elves. So that went really well. Um, I think one of them actually was an in-the-way hit from Tario, who was shooting at the Dark Marshal too, so w- whatever. But Thranduil really put up for me this game. Um, Legolas is what I hit fit, failed to... We're in the Dark Marshal, but uh, Thrandable found his mark. Spent two points of might when we do the Dark Marshal. I was like, beautiful. I've got some um, pressure down. Second turn, Suna so calls a march, and I'm like, okay, this is here we go. Things are going to get interesting. The turn after, but he marches to the side.
0: Oh no! He didn't Not march directly to the, direct in the
1: face because the Dark Marshal was in the back rank. He didn't move a couple of guys just forward the 6 inches and then slip the Dark Master through the gap. He moved the whole block 9 inches to the side. And I still couldn't work out why he went, he juked to the side or what have you. It really, really, really messed with me. And probably actually threw me off because I was planning to engage in the combat turn 3. I was planning to drop my nature's ra running with and Centaurial. And yeah, nothing really happened. So, did it have any positive effect for Sue now? Not really. It got his army together. Yeah, okay. Because um, he had one warband to the side, so it linked everything up. But it from that point, the moment I saw his march go to the side, I've gone, I've won this game. And it pretty much played out exactly the way I thought it would. It gave me a free run at his back objectives, which I ended up running at. And just let me take all the turns I wanted shooting. The Dark Marshal tried to slow Legolas down and throw a black dart at Legolas. He rolled the six to cast. And I'm like, I'm just going to let it go. You've marched out of position. I don't think my horse is going to be huge in this game. Didn't matter anyway. He rolled a one to win the horse.
0: One of the biggest mistakes you can make against wood elves is when you decide to move away from them because Mm. there's almost nothing to be gained from that. Sometimes just like holding ground is okay against them, just standing there. But moving away... it. It just lets them do whatever it, they want. He didn't move a little bit forward, but it was like forward and then to the side. Yeah. So it sort of move four inches
1: forward four me, four inches to the side. Yeah, and and allows you to run
0: through, you know, you, you've got to, you've got and, to almost wall them off.
1: And when I saw him do that, I just went, right, juke time. And half my army walked, walked my three inches to the side. And I just started going into full kite mode. Tario managed to get the kill on the dark marshal now because he was down two points of might because he caught a channel on turn one to try and knock out some other stuff, and failed. Tile popped another two points of might, killed the Dark Marshal outright, Legolas didn't even get to use his auto-hit on him this time, and killed another Black Guard, and this was what happened for the next few turns. Every turn, I was knocking off a Black Guard, and then I think, the first four turns, I knocked out five or six... Blackguard, and it was just it was it was enough to cripple him. Yeah, and scare you're putting him.
0: points in the bank by killing leaders and and things. You're taking out the powerful troops, and Sunao's getting more and more desperate because he needs a long shot to win the game, and he's he's letting you move wherever yeah. you want.
1: And his Castellans at that point decided, no, nah, screw this, and they ran backwards towards the objectives. His oh, blackguard, Castellan
0: yeah. is hard to kill. Put them forward. Yeah, and the
1: blackguard, um, he was down half his blackguard. He was down his banner. It was, just, it was just he went into this for I've lost this game mode and then he just ran backwards Damn. onto the objectives and he sort of went, I'm going to try and just grab the objectives, let my opponent break me and win the game because I've lost my army but I'm on the objectives. But I was having none of that. He put basically a small portion of his force on each of the four remaining objectives Yep. and I went, took my entire army to one forest. Mm-hmm. Killed everything on that, then went to the next forest. Yep. Killed all the orcs on that, then went to the next forest. And basically was hopping between the forests, knocking out groups of orcs, one at yeah, a time. Yeah, no,
0: it sounds like you, you really had everything you wanted in that game. And, and after sounding like you are scared second term when he marched, to call the march, it sounds like it was a, a game that you could have lost. But then just that one choice can potentially damage a whole game for you.
1: Yep. As I said, the moment I saw the march to the side, I went, I've got this game. Yeah. Now, he did manage to prevent me from getting a crushing win because at the end of the game, he had two Castellans, Gorbag, and Shagrat all sitting on one objective. And I'm like, I'm not shifting this before it quarters.
0: Yep. So, so you t- didn't get the bonus for the um, the quarter of I, characters?
1: I tried a really ballsy um, heroic combat with Legolas on the last turn. I went, oh, if I called heroic combat against Gorbag, killed him and the orc next to him, moved onto the objective and killed another two orcs, it would be one model to one model. Us making it a, um, a draw for that objective and So I would have got the crushing But horror combat botched Couldn't roll higher than a three for two words, And I was like, okay
0: Sometimes you can't have everything You got plenty of points that game So yeah. you can't be too upset with that So, so I got th- the
1: major win mm. Got two bonus points um, For killing his most expensive leader And him not having a banner, So that was nice mm.
0: <clears throat> Sounds good Okay, game three, the third one
1: Game three was... When I realized just how strong this army was,
0: it took you three games, really.
1: This showed me what they could do in combat. I played Michael Kerr in Dominate I uh, Run to the Middle, Hold, Hold. What is
0: it? Start in the side, Run to the Middle, I believe is the yeah, official name. Run,
1: run, <laughs> run to the middle. It's Hold Something or Other. Hold, Hold, Hold,
0: hold, ground, hold, hold ground. the High Ground, or hold I don't know.
1: I think it was Hold Ground. Michael was running old school Merkwood Elves, so he had Galadriel. Tario and Legolas with Alvin Cloak. So, the minute, moment I heard him say Legolas with Alvin Cloak, I'm like, I can't let my Legolas get in, into a shooting war with his Lizardus. So, my Legolas decided to sit 28 inches away from him the entire game, and I'll get to why that was important later.
0: Yeah, because Michael Kerr's army, if I remember correctly, had the the Gladrill that casts the Blinding Light and the spells. It had Tharindwil as well. And Legolas, so it's almost a mirror match, but the troops are very different.
1: Mm, troops were extremely different, and that's what actually swung the game. Michael got priority turn one. He brought, he rolled a four and a, f- um, a six with Legolas and Thrandall, so they came on together, basically running straight towards the objective. I he rolled a then a one for Gladrift, so Gladrift wasn't on the board. I rolled a six with my first. Uh, I rolled a sorry, not a six. I rolled a two with my first Warband in and I'm like, oh god, was, is he going to put me behind him? Michael decided not to put me right behind his Thranduil and Legolas and put me, banished me into the corner. I was like, I'm okay with this. Moved up, I rolled a six with Legolas. Instead of deciding to come on his side and try and harass him, I brought everything on next to Thranduil. Same with Tariel as well. So basically, we started on opposite ends of the board and we're running towards the middle.
0: So almost a standard deployment, it turned yep. out.
1: Yep. Ta- Gladriel um, took another two turns to go onto the board. So that allowed me to get in range with my own archery. And I'm like, I'm looking at the numbers. Um, Michael's got low 30s, I'm low 20s. I'm like, I need to just cull. I just need to get rid of elves ASAP. So that's what I did. I put every archery shot into one of his um, elven blade throwing dagger elves because they were going to be the most problematic later. And just put everything on it. Legolas auto shot every turn on a single elf. And even when Ty- gradual came into range got the bloody arm off, Legolas was still getting one auto kill pretty much every turn and I managed to get a kill lead very early on because I was mostly Elven Cloaked. He couldn't shoot in my Elven Cloaks. The only things he could shoot at with my Defense 6 Palace Guard and just his arches were bouncing off my Palace Guard. I forgot
0: about the Elven Cloaks. Yeah, that makes a difference because I was thinking... Wait a second, how's this going to work? You've got a lot less guys and your defense three and, and he's got some solid shooting. But yeah, the Alvin Cloak's positioning him so he can't be shot. Did you put him just directly behind the palace guard? Was that the plan? No, put them behind a conveniently placed
1: wall and forest.
0: Oh, it's conveniently placed. Yeah, that's good.
1: <laughs> um, but the palace guard slowly made their five-inch walk to the, the objective because I was trying to let um will catch up because he'd taken a pot shot earlier and realized it was a bad idea. Eventually, the palace guard pretty much got onto the objective. They were sitting right next to the objective. They had the Merkwood Rangers next to them. So they were ready, poised to fight um, the elves.
0: So at this point, Michael needs his heroes on the objective as well because they're the only thing that's yep. going to carve their way through those palace guards. And
1: Michael decided to, he compelled one forward, put Thrandall into it, and then boxed it off, ready to call her a combat. But I decided, you know what? I'm palace guard. I have my own Thrandall right next to them. I'm just going to all in with the palace guard pushed all 10 Palace Guard into combat around those combats and they shredded. I have never seen Palace Guard cut through enemy troops that quickly and the fight 6 was paying dividends. Yeah, oh,
0: Absolutely. Having the fight ahead and having the Strength 3 against Defense 3 essentially is it, its winning. It's really, really solid. So that's a solid counter move. So it looks like Michael set up a pretty good move mm. but the fact that you just said, I'm going to mitigate the damage by throwing everyone in and forcing you to win a lot of combats and it all went well for you, and you probably ended up getting some traps just because of <clears> him <throat> trapping another guy. So one sacrificial guy for a whole bunch of kills, I guess.
1: Yeah. I then pushed Tariel in with some of the Mercury Rangers, charging one Mercury to into two to burn, to sort of even up my attacks and things. Tariel was on fire. She was getting like two kills a turn consistently. So she was raking up the kills. I then marched Legolas forward because he was basically... 28 inches away from the... Uh, sorry, 25 inches away from the combat. So he yep, just so still hiding full speed as I expected. Legolas auto-hit. My Legolas killed his horse. And I'm like, well, that's okay. I'm now five inches away from a combat with Walkerist. I'm in a spot now. And I'd basically spent five turns killing one elf. So mm. Legolas was already on five kills, which was handy. So it was um, very beneficial there. But I think the really interesting part of this game was Michael looks at me and smirks. And I look at him and smirk. And then we both called channels with Thranduil. This was sort of Michael's make or break moment. He was trying to get a channel of Nature's Wrath down to just get as many kills as possible. He drops it. Unfortunately, he had um, Tyrell was in range. I rolled my resist and rolled a 2 and a 3. I
0: threw all my might to resist
1: the Nature's Wrath.
0: So I'm surprised you got this far with Tyrell and haven't used any might. That's impressive control because... She's very tempted to throw her own combat yeah. in and, and get that. This so, was, so, well done on the self-control there. That, this was the reason why I was
1: so... When I was worried about that Nature's Wrath, because if there's anything that was going to pull him back into the game, it was Nature's Wrath. I'd also call my own channel. And after noticing I blocked his channel out, I went, I actually need mine to do something. So, I to my Thrandall to the side and made sure none of his heroes were in range because they weren't quite all at the front. Gladiator was in the back rank so it was Legolas because Legolas wanted to make sure he could get that auto-hit and not get peeled off from combats. My Thranduil's Nature's Wrath went off. I hit, I think it was six or seven. I killed three. More importantly, I got a handful of guys in the ground and I then used a heroic combat with Thranduil to push my entire left flank around and just trapped everything. And that was pretty much where I won the game was when that heroic combat played off because the pal were in the front tanking everything Half his owls were on the ground, and Thrandable was just
0: being Thrandable. I'm really enjoying these battle reports. This is so much more detailed than other people going. You've got a great memory for them. So what, what did you get for points in this game? Um, Unfortunately,
1: I couldn't quite get... Um, a kill on a lowly wood elf. So Michael managed to get one elf around the objective. Oh, that Michael, he's always got the one elf. And in hindsight as well, I probably should have called a horror combat with uh, with my Legolas to go into his Galadriel on the last turn because it was down to 50 to 50 rolls and I should have always assumed it was going to end that turn and try and mop up as quickly as possible. But I decided to hold back. Didn't get the kill on Galadriel, even though she was trapped by four palace guard. <laughs> She's tough She's tough I just uh, I only
0: did four wounds And she just fated them all So Yeah she gets to re-roll the fate Doesn't she Which is yeah. I think that's the scariest part Because you're looking And you go Three wounds Three fate Yeah I reckon I could get her With four wounds No You need to do five or six To be able to pull yeah. it off So um, Yeah I managed to also kill
1: Michael's banner So I got the one bonus point For killing his banner Which was nice um, but overall, so was major
0: a, victory, banner kill. That was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's a very solid result against a good player. So you can't be too upset with that. But yeah, there's some points on offer that you left on the table. Yeah, it
1: was pretty much those last. Uh, basically, my those those three games was not getting the crushing in the form and the more bonus points when I probably could have got them. That's what that was really hurting me.
0: Okay. So at this point, you've got major, major, major. Is that right? Yeah. With uh, what a bonus point each game. Uh, five out of nine. Five out of nine. Okay, so you got a couple in, in the game. So, that's a pretty solid score at the moment. Who'd you play in round four and how'd you go? The infamous Patrick Murphy. Oh, Patrick is a solid player.
1: Now, Patrick was running one of his... I'm not sure how to describe it. It's one of his really... Can I describe sort of, it? Go for
0: it. He had basically a spider-themed army. So, he's taking... Uh Shelob and the Spider Queen, straight out, as two big hitter characters that can do whatever they feel like. He took, I would hazard a guess, every spider he owned. So it was about 10 spiders, was it?
1: Uh, I think it was, yeah, 10 or 8.
0: Yeah, 10 spiders. A lot of the, the giant spider versions. He took the Shaman Ashrak, I think it is, the one that can upgrade them into yeah. Venom Spiders. So upgraded them all to Venom Spiders. That shaman's nice and that he's got a bit of paralyzing combat ability. He's got some transfix and some other stuff. And then he took the other goblin shaman, the one that enrages the beasts. And then he took a handful of prowlers, I think, with bows and, yeah. and assorted weapons to fill out the points and capture objectives and do all kinds of fun stuff. But the nice thing about his army is the threats are huge because every one of those spiders can suddenly become super spider with one spell. So it's, it's one of those you watch yourself because if he gets one of the spiders into combat with your heroes... Expect that hero to die Yeah, this was a really tough game and Probably the best game I had at the
1: tournament I probably actually deployed really, really poorly as well I didn't quite link up the way I wanted to I probably should have chosen a different table side Um, But what threw me was uh, He was doing the weird spiders down walls thing um, Charging down walls And that was getting a bit iffy for me So I called over Josh to get a ruling on it And he ruled against Patrick So... Basically, what I mean by that is you have to have your spider's base flat to the table to enter combat. So you can't have him sort of half on a building, leaning up against the building, coming down.
0: Yeah, I've had that one before as well. And I think it's a it's a tournament ruling that's happened over the years because I don't think it's official in the books. Like, I don't think anyone yeah. in the books well, actually it, say it says you have to
1: have that. It says it for Fly. Fly says you have to yeah. be able to yeah. place your base, it just doesn't say it for the spider move. And it was sort of one of those opposing things, because the way I deployed was using a large sort of rocky, outcroppy type thing to anchor my army on, and Patrick had the same thought of, I can just run, drain that, and charge you on the way down, so we were sort of butting heads a bit with that. Once Josh gave us the ruling, that's when the game really turned on. He managed to get a brilliant hurl off from um, uh, the Spider Queen on turn one straight through legolas and tariel took legolas off his horse wounded both of them killed two elves i'm like oh god it's gonna be one of those games fortunately and i had called a heroic combat to try and disengage and get away with tariel fortunately i still got the heroic combat off because i had one elf that was still standing up he managed to kill that spider legolas and tariel used the heroic up and went you know what we're gonna take this to you they zipped around the corner, charged two giant spiders and killed both of them. So now the game was really on. It was Lords of Battles as well, so every kill, every wound was was making a difference. I think the big turning point in the game was my nature's wrath. I managed to finally get Thrandall around a corner on turn three, drop a wrath, which knocked over the spider queen which did two things for me. One, it got rid of her will, so she couldn't send any more broodlings out and trap things. And two, it put her on the ground, so she couldn't strike back if she was enraged. Um, I also managed to win a Crucial Priority, which managed to allow me to box out and make sure that Sheila couldn't get into combat this turn as well. And it then just became a, a grind fest, and it's almost a game of bluffs, depending on when um, he enraged. I think Patrick was too eager to enrage his beast that game. He kept enraging things and going in every single turn. I think if you had to hold off for a couple of turns, let sort of the elf run out of a bit of resources and then enraging go in, I think you would have had a much better time of things. Yeah,
0: it's one of those things where you can either try and win-win like really quickly with it or just the fact that you've got it can scare the opponent into not doing anything silly. So you can almost neutralize heroes just by not using it and saying, I'm going to use it if you come into me. And then once you get the lead, eventually you do it and the heroes end up dying anyway.
1: hmm the other thing I found was, um, I think uh, Patrick was a bit too eager to, to fly his Bat Swarms over the back and trap me, which ended up being his downfall because his Bat then got trapped and pinned by my own heroes and eventually killed because they were out of position. And what I mean by that was I was playing in a certain way where I was waiting for the Bat Swarms to come over the top, trap Tyrion Legolas against the Giant Spine and say, Charge... But I then came in, peeled, called her at combats with Legolas and Thrandor, and then peeled the other peel off. So I was double peeling the combats off the Batswam. So it ended up being just an arranged Batswam versus Tyrell, and Tyrell managed to win the combat and kill the Batswam.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of skill to use that army that Patrick's got, and, and that would have been a really tough matchup, because... Spiders are spiders are pretty good at taking down elves. So sounds like it was really close, and sounds like but for a few things, it would have been the other way.
1: Yeah, I think um I think I think the game pretty much uh, can come down to this this little thing. If the game had ended on the first roll, Patrick would have won. The second roll would have been draw. The third and any roll after that was my win, and it went on for another ten turns after I broke. So I think that pretty much sums it up. Patrick just didn't get that good role on the first on the first attempt and the game ended up going my way.
0: So got into a winning position but not a sustainable winning position and the, that's yeah. tough sometimes. And look, it's tough the other way as well. If you mm. get into that and you lose on the first turn, it can be bad.
1: The interesting thing I found was Patrick, after he got that lead, that one-point lead over me, he decided to disengage. So all of his spiders, all of his goblins, shield lob all ran backwards out of the combats and... Just put distance between my elves. The problem, I think, Patrick miscalculated was I still had shooting on the board. I still had Legolas. So all my elves just reformed, got into good shooting positions and then started shooting and they knocked out a spider. They knocked off a goblin. That got me in the lead and pretty much... Ended I don't
0: think right. we said it, but this was the scenario where you got kill points for every time you did a wound. So just wounding yep. a spider is getting your points. Yep. So it can swing around very quickly. And there were three spiders couple.
1: that got away on one wound as well. They just ran off with one wound each. And I think... um. I think Patrick, after he got behind, he should have used what he had left to re-engage.
0: Yeah, but uh, so what was the end result on that one? End result was
1: a minor win to me. I managed to kill the Spider Queen and he had no mana, so I got those two bonus points.
0: Okay, so a minor win is a bonus. So straight out all winning. So well done for not losing mm-hmm. a game. That's impressive. Okay, let's do the results. How did you go? I came fourth overall. 4th. 4th is a pretty good score. How many? 36 people. That's that's yeah. really up there. I
1: wasn't going to try and win it out. Um, I had a title to defend, but I wasn't too concerned about that. I just wanted to come in and have some fun and just sort of get used to the crowd a bit. So, 4th, I'm happy with 4th.
0: Look, I think 4th is a really solid one. It's, it's close yeah. points there. there. There was a lot of points in painting. I thought you did a really good job with the painting, but you wouldn't have got full score there. I don't think anyone got full score. But mm. it, it, painting was really harsh. A couple more bonuses, a couple more painting points, a, couple, yeah. a bigger win somewhere, and you would have been top Part of the reason three.
1: why I'm very happy with getting fourth because I don't feel felt I earned much more than a fourth. Um, my first three games, in a four round tournament with a lot of people, it's all about can you get a crushing win and how many crushing wins can you get? And I didn't get any, which is no. why everyone was saying, "Oh." Kylie, are on full wins, you're the only one on full wins, Ra rah, rah, and sort of playing that up a lot. And I'm like, I don't have any crushings. Yeah. I'm not going to podium. And I knew I wasn't going to podium after my last game with Pat. And I think that's pretty much what set the tone of the tournament for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but look, sounds like a successful outing. Sounds like you had a lot of fun. It's really cool that you played the two Sydney players as mm-hmm. well. Like that's that's always good when you get to meet the states and get to play them because it's it's a lot of expense for either them or for us to to play that. So it's well worth it when you yeah. get them. So you got to be happy with that.
1: Yeah, it was, it's been a while since I played Michael and Pat, so and and
0: four nice. really good opponents. Like they're all people you want to play. So. Yeah, that sounds really good to me. Mm, I think if we had an extra two rounds,
1: I think I might have taken the tournament, but um, <laughs> we didn't.
0: So, you didn't lose the tournament, you just ran out of time. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Need more that rounds. That time
0: from, always time problem. Did you finish all your games or did some yeah, of them time out?
1: Um, my first two games, I really had to push my opponents to get in under the clock. I think I got in with one minute to spare in Thomas's game and same with Suna. was like, one minute to go sort of deals. Michael... We just, we got stuck in so quickly and because we were both elves, we were just dying like flies and Patrick's was again the same thing. So we, those last two games finished in, I think it was 30 minutes, but my first two really went down to the wire.
0: Yeah, so well done. Thanks for coming to talk about that. We might leave it here because this episode has gone way longer than I expected for, but there was hopefully some good content there. Hopefully our listeners got something out of this. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. If not, just fast forward to it and listen to our next one. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Remember, traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on the Green Dragon Podcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.